This is the one who got away. My name is Oliver Blank, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. We are so glad that you're here. Um, what we're about to listen to together is a collection of messages from real people all around the world, people like you, maybe even messages from you. And each of these messages is trying to answer the question, what would you say to the one who got away? These messages are powerful and funny and thoughtful and heartbreaking and raw and painful and cathartic too. They're everything inside the thread of loss and longing and redemption that holds us together as humans. Sharing these messages required a thousand tiny acts of courage resulting in a human being picking up the phone and dialing that number. So if as you listen you find yourself overwhelmed at any time just take a break, take a step away, take care of yourself, come back when, if you're ready. The show that you're about to hear was originally a live show recorded over on my Twitch channel. Every other Saturday evening, I open up the phone lines, I take calls, I play voicemails that people, real people, just like you, have left. And I'd love to have you join us as well. So to find out more, you can visit theonewhogotaway.com or if you're feeling inspired and ready, call the number, leave a message, 718-395-7556. Okay, I think we're ready. Let's all take a deep breath and let's begin. Why did you wait a whole year after I was married to finally tell me that you loved me and that you wanted to be with me, that you want me to be the mother of your children, to be your wife, to be your only one? Why did you wait a whole year to tell me after I married another man? Well, I think I would say my I gave a really bad first impression. We had so much in common, and I don't understand exactly what I did wrong. But I don't, and I really wish that we could have connected. We were introduced over Facebook of course not the best medium for trying to communicate with a person but somehow people managed to make friends online and it seemed almost a sure thing that you know how many teenagers are there who are interested in linguistics and opera and and yet somehow I I don't know 
I was too friendly, too eager to make to make a connection or said something or did something strange and now now there's now there's nothing. It's funny. It would be easier to think that I could have done something. That you know just in general think that I have a choice to make and that my successes are mine and that my failures are mine. But really, when one gets down to it, it just is. And yet, somehow, oh, de tamo, I hate and I love. Quarid faciam for tasser queries. Why I do this, you might ask. Nescio. I don't know. Sed fieri sent et ex crucior. I feel that it happens, and I am tormented. Welcome to The One Who Got Away. My name is Oliver Blank. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you're here. So what we're doing, what we're about to listen to together is a whole collection of messages from real people all around the world, people just like you, maybe even a message from you, all trying to answer one question. What would you say to the one who got away? I would say that you knew me and you should have known better. And then the last time that we met, I would have poured my glass of water on him. And then we could have laughed about it. That's what I would say to the one who got away. So these these messages can be funny or sweet. They can be thoughtful. They're often powerful and heartbreaking and raw and cathartic. They're everything inside the whole thread of loss and longing and redemption that holds all of us together as humans. I believe that sharing these messages required a thousand tiny acts of courage resulting in one human picking up the phone and calling in. So if, as you listen, you find yourself overwhelmed at any time, take a break, take a step away, take care of yourself, and come back when and if you're ready. Julie, if I were then the man that I am now, I like to think that we'd still be together after all these years. Every other Saturday night, just like tonight, we open up the phone lines, we take some calls, play some voicemails that people have left us, and I'd really love to have you join us. There's a number that you can call. So, dial in, and if 
you don't want to dial in, you can just sit back and listen. Okay, I think we're ready to jump in together. So, a deep breath, and let's listen. Hi Joshua, how are you? You and I were friends during primary school. We met in year two and after seven years we went to different high schools. Now, almost nine years later, I still think about you. You are not on any social networks and I don't think your home address is still the same. So I have no way of telling how you are doing. On one side, I miss having you as a friend. We understood each other like brother and sister and you taught young me a lot about art and about life. On the other side, I don't want to know what happened to you. This way, I can pretend you are living the life we imagined to have when we were older. Thanks. Tyler, I'm so sorry. I was so afraid to fall in love with you. And that I pushed you away into the arms of other women. I'm so sorry that I didn't chase after you and that I let you go. I would do anything to be able to face that fear again with you. To be able to conquer that fear because of you. Because I do love you and no matter how far I push you away or how far I run from you, I can't run away from the truth. I love you. I would say I sometimes wish that you would have chosen me over your drugs you're still fresh in my mind because you know it wasn't two weeks ago that I was talking to you and now you've completely disappeared from my life Unbeknownst to me, apparently it wasn't my fault, but you're the first person I've met who I've shared everything with, who knows everything about me, and I really thought it could go somewhere. It's just a shame that you're choosing not to. I'm not sorry that I let you become the one that got away. I'm not the little girl from Iowa anymore. I grew up and you never realized it. I wish you could fit into my new life, but we're 1,500 miles apart, and I sometimes think that it's for the better. 
I'll always miss you, and you'll always be my best friend, but I don't regret how my life has changed without you. You know I always loved you, right? And I never will... I'll never stop. I think I just want to ask why he left and why he didn't tell me that we were over. I just kind of was left to wonder where he was and why he never called and why he would say that he loved me when he obviously didn't and why he felt the need to cheat and lie and leave without any explanation. It's been over a year since he said he'd call me back and he never did. He disappeared and I want to know why he felt the need to do that. It's the why. When you've been ghosted, you're left with the why. It's the ghost you're left with, the spirit in the room. The person's gone and you have no idea why they did that. No clue what you might have done. You're left to speculate and ruminate on your own. You're left with that singular question of why. You might never get an answer. It is very painful to be ghosted. Hey, it's me. Um, look, I guess I I should have known that you were not a nice person. And it's silly of me to have even spent as much time thinking about you as I did. And that was stupid because you are not worth it. You were never worth it. And I know because I'm about 90% certain that you told everyone that, oh, yes, we fucked on the last night of class, of course. That's bullshit. And that's, that's not something you should have been saying to anyone. We sat and we talked about your mother all night and I talked to you as you talked yourself down from being upset with your life and I shouldn't have spent any more time on you than the five seconds it took to get your name. I guess what I'm trying to say is I am glad that you are gone and I will not see you again and I wish that I hadn't have met you and I didn't spend time on you because you were not worth all the time wondering if you were gone. So, thanks for that, I guess. I hope you're happy somewhere else. Bye. I hope that I will never meet you because I don't want to have regrets in my life. But if I do, I hope that one day we will meet each other again and meet each other at our best. I would say that I miss you 
and nothing's really the same. Um, I keep getting reminded of things that we did or could have done, and uh, and I keep seeing things around that remind me of you. Um, and it's kind of hard to part from all of those memories. But I hope you're doing well. And um, everything will be fine. And I wish you all the best. We would have been brilliant together, but you were afraid. I was always too afraid to give up my security for your spontaneity, because I saw you as my forever, and I don't think I was yours. I was always too afraid to give up my future in order of hope that something could work out with you and it was because I thought there was no chance. I never thought I was good enough. And you scared me how fast I could fall for you. Even before I knew you well, I was head over heels and I just wanted to spend every moment with you. And it was terrifying. I would stay up at night contemplating the hundreds of ways you'd tell me that you didn't want me around. And now I feel the same about you. So this is goodbye. This is saying I'm done trying to chase after something I'm too scared to give up myself for. I love you and I always will, but there's never a chance. To the one who got away. I should have kissed you that night. I should have turned around and just went for it. And now, even though we're thousands of miles away, you keep to the one who got away. I should have kissed you that night. I should have turned around and just went for it. And now, even though we're thousands of miles away, you keep finding your way back into my life. And I think that's for a reason. And what I would say is that I'm sorry when I talked to that grandmother on the bus um, when I was riding to visit relatives for Thanksgiving that I didn't call you and tell you that I loved you too Um, and that's an opportunity I'll never have again I would tell him that even though you still hate me even though you want me dead I still care about you. I could still do anything for you. I miss you and I miss your voice and I just wish you would talk to me again and we could at least be friends still. I love you. To the one who got away, you brought out the best in me.
I'm not sorry for the things that I said. I'm only sorry for the way that I said them. To my one that got away, I wish I had left sooner. My no should have meant more to you and to me, and I wish I would realized that before everything. After all these years, I still love you. I used to be a dancer, and I guess a part of me still is, but that part isn't anymore. That's the part of me that got away. My dream used to be to become a professional ballet dancer, and I could have done it. I I really could have, but I lost my love for it. It wasn't my dream anymore, and spending every day in a studio for hours on end without the same dream just didn't seem worth it. So I quit. And now I have a new dream. And sometimes I miss ballet, but most of the time I don't. And if I had one thing to say to my dream that got away, it would be I'm sorry for not fulfilling that one. Thanks for listening. Love always. thinking a lot at the moment about beginnings and possibilities I feel very excited and grateful there's someone new someone I I kind of just met um amidst everything that's going on from uh, from cops rioting to global pandemic to um, all of us dealing with elections and systemic racism and on and on I feel lucky and grateful um, to have met someone in the midst of all of this 
and it's still very early so who knows where it might go and yet I'm still excited I'm still feeling those feelings and with those feelings comes the flip side trepidation or worry where will this go what could this be it is very exciting though and the interesting thing I guess for me or in this moment and in the context of the one who got away is I already know this incredible human being um, is leaving town they're actually going to move for three months somewhere else so that's really interesting to think through to connect with someone and at a time of such great disconnection or where connections are challenging and fleeting and to maybe find something that might be particularly real I guess everything's real in its own way but also to be aware well I wonder what they want I wonder where this is going I wonder where it can go given they're going to be leaving for a little while and so I find myself caught between being in the moment and enjoying as much as possible each moment that I have with this amazing human being truly truly wonderful person and in the back of my head being aware there's going to be there's going to be something heartachy potentially coming up I think I think I often not often I sometimes say and I think it's true but I also think it's trite and I think it's deep but I also think it's just we can shrug it off that you know relationships ultimately always end in tears you know the the best case scenario is well there are a few best case scenarios that, that it, it it ends in a bit of difficulty but hey you can accept each other as is I've had that kind of relationship where I'm I'm still close with an ex-partner or maybe I'm talking super heteronormatively and monogamously but maybe you, you, you make it all the way and then one of you passes away before the other one it's going to be difficult and maybe and probably most commonly it doesn't work out and that's okay it's okay when things don't work out but also in every eventuality there's the difficult bit at the end whatever the, the end is Which leads me to, I don't think the end is the point of the relationships. I don't think this is an objective-based thing. And I think we often think in terms of objectives. We're trying to get through a thing to the end point, to the goal. And I think the thing with relationships is maybe just... In a bunch of ways, showing up for the moment and what is right now and what feels good right now. And that doesn't mean you can't plan for the future or build something together but it's not about the eventual thing you build 
It's about the process of building, of constructing something, perhaps. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see if I get to build something with someone. I really hope so. Okay, more messages. Um, I should have kissed you that last night in the parking lot because now things are never going to be like that again. It's like that was my last chance to do that, and I guess I, I rather I would have done that and maybe made things a little bit awkward than just saying goodbye and wishing that I had done something. <clears throat> because now I just miss you, and I regret so much and I don't know I just I miss the smell of you and I just wish that I would have had the courage to kiss you when it really mattered mm. so that's all <laughs> I wanted to say bye. wanted to say that for the past two years I keep thinking that my life would be better had I followed a plan had I done what I set out and what I intended, intended to do um, but that's not true I have an amazing life and I've had so many amazing opportunities in the past two years and the only thing that keeps me from being happy and that keeps me from fully enjoying the life that I have is regretting um, the chances and the opportunities that I missed and I gave away. But life isn't just about plans and dreams. It's about what's happening right now. And what's happening right now is amazing. And I think that my regret is the only thing is the only thing keeping me from fully enjoying everything my life right now has to offer. And I just wanted to say that that's not worth it. And yes, I gave up. Yes, I didn't follow through, but not because I'm worthless and not because I'm stupid or lazy, but because life had something else planned for me. 
and it might be better, and I'm going to find out, and I'm not going to regret every day of my life just because something different happened. I'm going to enjoy all the amazing, amazing things that have happened hmm. to me, and that's all I wanted to say. I would say to my father, why is it that you've avoided being closer to me? Is it because of something about me? Is it something about you and your ability or comfort with connecting people? Is it something about the way that you did or did not connect with your own father or your own family? And maybe that would help me understand why our relationship is the way that it is, distant and removed and superficial. Dear Daniel, if you love her, you're not who I thought you were. You're a hypocrite. When I looked at other guys, it was a crime. When you looked at other guys, it was what all gay guys do. You're a hypocrite. Oh boy. Um, I am so sorry that I never treated you as good as you treated me. And that I was too afraid to open myself up to you. Um, I know you you waited for a long time for me to come to you, and I never gave you the opportunity, and I should have. Just, I was just stupid jerk who wasn't ready, and uh, I'm just I'm really sorry, and. We're not even friends anymore because of what I did, and I just, I wish we could get back to that was where all this stupid madness started. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I think I'd say if you were really the one, then you would have stayed. And you haven't, so I don't think that you were the one. Thank you for making up for me, to be honest. Um, now that it's been about two years since we've been so I'm, I wouldn't say happy to be I realize how much of a dick you were. So thank you. I know your previous engagement didn't work out. And I know you have had a hard time figuring out what you 
should be and what you should do. Um, well, I don't think I'm ever gonna not be kind of in love with you, but I know your previous stuff hasn't worked out, and uh, that sucks, and I know you had a hard time figuring out what and who you want to be, uh, but you should know that you are an amazing person, and you're just you're just the best, um, and you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, to love someone from a distance, I. I think that's quite beautiful and quite bold, and that's a difficult thing to carry, and a very pure thing to say. You know, you're just the best. Very unembellished uh, sentiment. All right. Um, damn. I thought if I wrote it down, it would be easier to say. <laughs> but it's not. Um, the way you love someone is you run your finger over their soul until you find a crack. And you gently pour your love into that crack. That's what you did. I thought I could keep you with me if I wrote about you. I thought maybe that would immortalize you, but it, it didn't. It always shocked me when I realized that I wasn't the only person in the world who felt and thought strange things. When I met you, You felt and thought the same kind of weird things that I did, but it was the wrong time. I don't know. Maybe my self-esteem was too low, maybe. If I had done something different, I would have had to. But it was nice to even look at you. It's not... The things that you see about people, the words and the stories that describe them, that make them beautiful. And you were an endless amount of books, a library to be filled with what you were, and I was the writer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you with me if I wrote about you. I thought maybe that would immortalize you, but it didn't. <laughs> Writing berries, it doesn't resurrect, so. You were my entire book. <laughs> I could have filled libraries with my thought, my love about you, and I was only a paragraph in yours. I'm sorry that I didn't see the signs before it was too late. I wish that you cared about me the way I still care about you. 
I wish that you felt there was a place for me in your life still. I don't know why you don't think that. I don't know why you don't take the time to be with me. But apparently there's not room for both of us. There's just room for him. And so apparently this means that our friendship is over. And it makes me angry. It makes me furious because I thought our friendship was special. And apparently to you, it was just something to get by until you could screw someone. Um, I just wanted to tell you that I'm really sorry that it didn't work out between us and that, um, I made you feel like I wouldn't have a romantic relationship with you because I was, because you weren't good enough, because you were definitely good enough. And if anything, I was the one that wasn't good enough and it wasn't because I wanted to hurt you, I was just really scared. And I'm really sorry that I didn't convey that properly and that I led you on. And I am very happy that you're happy and that I'm happy. That you will always be one of my greatest friends. And I thank you for all the the lessons because I couldn't have found the love I have now if it weren't for you. So, thank you. like I think this is an incorrect concept at least in our case the idea of you know you being someone who got away but I think that you know when you're young you can only really imagine someone someone that way when you're 16 and then as soon as the years start coming you know, we're still in touch. You still send me your short stories once in a while. But it's like the person that I was so fixated on when I was 16 for an entire year. That person never really existed. It was only because I didn't... I never really knew you despite the time that we had spent together. That it felt like that. But now I can't go in my iPod playlist without seeing a song that once reminded me of you. Guess it's a symptom of being 16. I hope you're having a good day. I hope we get to talk soon. Although, I guess, I'll never really get to talk to the person that I thought you were. whole time, all I really should have done was told you that I loved you, and I knew you didn't want that, so I should have just told you that it that I needed to walk away so we could maybe meet at some other point in our lives where we both want the same thing. But instead, I held on for dear life, 
even though I knew deep down that it wasn't a good idea. And in the end, it made it so we can't even be friends because it's such a explosive ending um, where I turned into someone that I never wanted to be, someone who was desperate and sad and didn't put myself first and didn't know my own worth. Um, so I just wish I could have been honest with you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish I could do. I'm sorry. I forgot that you were a person who loved me too and I shouldn't have hurt you. I'm so glad it didn't work out because it wasn't right. But I'm so sorry I handled it badly. I would say to him that you ruined my life and Every time I see you on campus, I want you to see that I'm happy and that I'm doing better and that I'm not the sad, pathetic person that you thought I was because you screwed up my life, but I'm in a much better place now. And I want to say thank you because without you, I wouldn't have learned what heartbreak really meant. So thank you, but also fuck you. The one that got away, well, there's multiple, but I guess I'll just discuss the two that are most important. One I've only met once, and we spent three days together. I I had all these repressed desires, and... And sometimes it just ends very abruptly like that with repressed desires so much to say and uh, a sigh and like that they're gone okay that's our show that's this episode we're all done we made it through together a lot of missed opportunities for kisses a lot of goodbyes that didn't quite work out a lot of frustration this episode a lot of hope many ones who got away and a bunch of brave people who took that step and made the call before we part ways i want you to know that it doesn't stop here you can take part too to leave your message for the one who got away, call the number and answer the question, what would you say to the one who got away? The number is 718-395-7556. That's 718-395-7556. Many of us have a one who got away. If you do and you feel so inspired or invigorated, pick up the phone and give us a call. And you can find more information over on the website, theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me, 
Oliver Blank, and it features everyone, everyone who took a moment to take that step, to dial that number, to open up just a little, just enough, and share that story. You're all absolutely incredible. I'm so grateful. Thank you for showing up for that so much. And of course, thank you for listening as well. The show today was produced by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain. Galaxy Brain is a small creative and print studio that's right here in California in the Bay Area. You can find them over on galaxybrain.co. You can also find them on Twitter at galaxybrainco. Please go show them some love right now in the Galaxy Brain store. You can find a COVID reading bundle. It's a bundle of really cool looking zines, also a COVID home office bundle. If you're doing the home office remote from, uh, remote work thing, check it out, give it a go. Over at galaxybrain.co, check out their shop. And uh, I know it looks like it's just me here, but Liam and Philip are behind the scenes and making this thing run smoothly. It couldn't happen without them. So thank you guys. Uh, we'll be back soon. We'll be back in another two weeks with a live episode over on twitch.tv slash Mr. Oliver Blank. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Oliver Blank with a K. Please stay safe. Practice social distancing. Go out and protest as well if you can if you feel that need i hope you do there's a lot to protest at the moment but please be safe as you do it if you can and if you're feeling alone or if you're feeling lonely i promise i promise from the bottom of my heart you are not alone we're all feeling it right now reach out to someone ask for help that's how it starts And that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>